So they are collecting individuals' personal data, their names, phones, addresses, any identification papers they have, as well as details and verification of any contacts they have in the U.S., anywhere they end up going in the U.S. Maybe we should have the cartels run the elections. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it would be done more efficiently. And also, we're on to something (laughs) (laughs) It would probably be tracked better, too. love that song we we got a good intro song it is decent it It is a decent welcome you freedom loving neanderthals aha all of you every last iota of you well it's better than calling all of our listeners racists or whatever else other people call them you know at this point i'm starting to wear all those badges with honor i know right (laughs) because they mean nothing (laughs) much like the little uh service badge all the guys in dc are gonna get for being in dc for five months six months did you see that they're making a little yeah uh, deployment ribbon for well i mean they should because there's more troops there than there is in iran or iraq or literally anywhere we are the middle east combined (laughs) (laughs) and in uh and in Wisconsin, there's uh, more troops there than there are in Afghanistan and Iraq combined, I think. Yes. I, yeah. We have, we have more troops deployed on our own soil than... <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. Isn't hold, there something... Aren't up. they not supposed hold to be up. able to do that? <laughs> Isn't that a thing they're not supposed to be able to do? I feel like that's wrong. I, f- I feel like that's a thing they're not supposed to do. Something about quarters i don't know hmm. well they aren't they aren't quartering them with people they are making them sleep in garages and on floors and stuff and feeding them undercooked food <laughs> feeding them undercooked food and they're getting COVID. but it's okay because they they go down every once in a while and give them cookies while they do photo shoots <laughs> i said what i said <laughs> <sighs> Ah, it's a great day. Isn't it? It's a great day. Why is it that when you say that, I just think of that Lonely Island song? I, I don't know what the Lonely Island is. <laughs> you don't know the Lonely Island song? I don't, I don't know. Oh, I'll have to show it to you after. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got uh, we got a good number of things to get to. Because um, the news just does not stop. Ever. 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 It really, it's a it's a 34 hour news cycle for how often joe biden does nothing there's a lot of crap going so on so much this time <laughs> wow i still i still want to to make that interposed video that i was talking to you about it can't I, be done i think it would be a good idea yes especially after those clips i found earlier yes it'd be perfect yes yeah, send them in a uh, thing to me and i can Make it happen. I will locate them and send them to you. 
Uh, I'm going to start with a story. Okay. And then we'll go to our vitamin D. Vitamin B? <laughs> vitamin, vitamin B. <laughs> There's no sun outside for us to get vitamin D. We've got to go to vitamin B instead. Yes. It's the second healthiest vitamin. So, this is uh, breaking as of yesterday. A Nebraska governor has declared pro-meat day. <laughs> Encounter to Colorado doing... You all right over there? Yep. All right. Fine. Sorry, I forgot <laughs> to turn down my speaker volume there for a second. Um, let's see. Nebraska's governor issued a furious statement accusing Colorado's governor of orchestrating a direct attack on our way of life after he latter urged residents to go meatless one day per week. Yeah, I'm not doing that, Colorado. Ever. No. Not even once. Nah. Uh, the, the AP reported that Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts issued a proclamation declaring this Saturday meat on the menu day <laughs> during a press conference just... at a meat shop in Omaha. <laughs> Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. As much <laughs> as I love what he announced there, I kind of want to shorten his name to Prickett's. I don't see why not. I don't either. Governor Prickett's. Governor Prickett's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continuing on. Uh-huh. Uh, um, uh, that is a direct attack on our way of life here in Nebraska. <laughs> Uh, noting that beef production is his state's largest industry. If you were to get rid of beef in our country, you would be undermining our food security, an important part of a healthy diet, and also destroying an industry here in our state that's very important. <sighs> Not all heroes wear capes. Sometimes they declare a public day for you to go out and grill a lot of meat. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> does, does meat day come with meat discounts? Ooh, that would be nice. I would I would like a discount on my meat, please. Stores would be amiss if they didn't do some sort of sale. I know, right? Yes. It need, we need a meat sale. Yeah. Oh, factory farms. You're so mean to the cows. They taste good. They do taste good. Especially with a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. Can't. About medium. Can't. Chicken too tasty. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so that's uh, my positive story I got. Woot! To lead us into... Vit vitamin B. Yeah. Hello, and welcome... To vitamin B. Got some fun stories for you today. First off, uh, college English courses to replace study of Shakespeare with group readings of anti-racist baby. Perfect. It would be a lot funnier if I wasn't worried it was true. <laughs> this is supposed to be the Babylon B, not, uh, not the B. Wait a minute. You got the wrong... Uh, in your sports news, a study finds filling out bracket by team colors and mascots is 385% more effective than picking the teams you actually want. It makes sense. That goes over my head because I've never played fantasy football. 
I don't play cricket, so. Well, I, think, I don't I know what crumpets s- are, so I don't I know what cricket is either. There. <laughs> uh, in your uh, in your world views news, world Asians, views news. Yes, Asians have uh, Asians have been asked to be less successful to stop ruining racial narratives. Right, it's hard to cancel. It's hard to argue in defense of Asians when they're not oppressed. Mm. Yes. Uh, on a more local note, uh, U.S. News, a report shows that stimulus checks have already been spent on a single tank of gas. Wow, where are they filling up? Well, probably Murray. (laughs) (laughs) Or California, either one. That's like half a tank. (laughs) It's like half a tank. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, literally though, did you see like California's gas prices are like almost five dollars already? And what's sad Oof. is you in Southern California, you drive past multiple oil wells, right, while trying to find gas. Uh, <laughs> well, in your entertainment news, uh, a edgy Grammy performance uh, depicted a fully clothed woman singing a beautiful song. Where do they get off? I don't know. Oh, Fools. for your religious news today, um, there was a disturbing event at the Vatican as a giant cloud of dust emerged out of Vatican City. Uh, it was later determined that Pro- Pope Francis had opened his Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like? One from the coffers, or is that <laughs> no, no? His his personal, oh his personal his personal, his personal Bible. Okay. All right, just all right. Just all right. cracked the cover. I think he was checking to make sure his genealogy was still written in the front. <laughs> it's still there. Still there. <laughs> Closed it back up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> Uh, in other news, young communists unsettled to find hammer and sickle represent physical labor. Oh, darn. It's mm. terrible. It's terrible. Ah. Uh, in political news, we have a couple of stories. Uh, the first, a uh, woman who thought being a princess was too hard wants to run for president. I believe they're uh, talking about Meghan Markle on that one. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... In other news, a party that screamed about fascism for the last four years cheers as military attacks journalists. <laughs> and uh, our last story, we have a, a recording of the events, uh, and it, it is quite disturbing, so I would say if you have a weak stomach, you should stop listening for the next little bit. Maybe just skip ahead. Uh, so hold on, the, hold on, let me get my barf bag. Hold on. Right, the... Uh, the headline is uh, Lowly Peasant Approaches Biden's Throne Begging for Permission to Celebrate Independence Day this year. And here we have the recording of the I'm event. Sorry, but you've thrown off the Emperor's groove. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been your vitamin B. See, I belong to. <laughs> it helps if I'm on the right board oh. when I hit that. There we go. Hey. Well then, that was 
Absolutely not. That's lifting. I, I told you that that joke would be worth it. That joke was fantastic. <laughs> that alone was worth the soundbite search. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Well, usually we start with patting ourselves on the back. That's been the norm, right? Well, it's kind of hard not to when we've <laughs> we are almost every normal news agency to the punch for we, the last six months. We are but humble podcasters with absolutely no funding to do what we do. And so we take advantage of every little bit of success that we can find. Yes. Like such as Fauci agrees with us. Say what now? <laughs> he agrees. Wait, so we were wrong? Oh, no, we were right. Oh. Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> are, you, are you sure? <laughs> Fauci's agreeing with us. I it, think we might need to reconsider, here, re- look, fact check our opinion here. Here's how we are safe. <laughs> it's how he agrees. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, Fauci is backing a study that found that three-foot social distancing in schools was as good as the recommended six feet at stopping the spread of COVID-19. So only in schools. It only works in schools, he says, basically. Um, And if you recall a couple of weeks ago, he shared a bunch bunch of studies and research that I found that was pre-2020 that said uh, the only spittle and stuff that comes out of your mouth that you really need to worry about is the stuff that falls to the floor within three feet. Mm. And the stuff that flies out past that evaporates. So it's useless in carrying stuff. And so, yeah, so Fauci, excuse me, excuse me again. Uh, There is no excuse for you. (laughs) Dr. Anthony Fauci on Sunday said three feet of distancing between school children rather than the recommended six feet might be good enough for schools to reopen safely. Following a new study published Wednesday, the study found that increasing physical distancing requirements in Massachusetts schools to six feet from three feet did not make a difference in the number of COVID-19 cases among staff or pupils. Huh. Almost all of the kids and all staff members in the study wore masks. Cool. Good for so them. the next part of this study is to remove the masks and see if yeah, that makes sense. Let's have a difference. couple classrooms full of kids with masks and a couple classrooms full of kids without. You gotta be guinea pigs to the kids. It's all right. Every other thing that they're doing is causing them to kill themselves. So <laughs> I think uh, seeing if they're okay without a mask isn't really going to hurt them. Um, Fauci told uh, official Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Guidance stipulates at least six-foot physical difference between school pupils. But Fauci told CNN the CDC was aware of the new data and was also collecting its own data. He said it would be analyzed soon. Soon. Um, when asked whether the data suggested three feet was safe distance, Fauci said it does indeed. So, Mm. so he said he was very well aware that our, that data are accumulating, making it look more like three feet are okay under certain, certain circumstances. I don't want to get ahead of official guidelines. Um, 
What the CDC wants to do is accumulate data, and when data shows ability to be three feet, they will act accordingly. Will they? Will they? (sighs) Unfortunately, the World Health Organization uh, recommended that at least one meter, so three feet. It's almost as if they looked at all these studies that were done before. As much as I hate the World Health Organization, they actually might have looked at all the research done before. Um, a change of three feet from six feet can make a difference in the number of kids allowed in classrooms at one time. La, 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 la. Yeah, so uh, hmm. we uh, we knew that already. You knew that because you listened to us. <laughs> and you looked it up yourself, didn't you? Hopefully. If Hopefully. you listened to us, you would have also looked it up yourself. <laughs> you should. Um, and then also... Um, Uh, all right. Oh, also, it turns out the media lied about Donald Trump. Oh, oh. you're talking about that WAPO thing. WAPO. Um. Uh, well, I say WAPO, but that's just kind of the. Uh, it like, goes. It goes into what we talked about before, where they cite each other. For their oh, uh, this is worse stuff. than that. Oh, this yeah. is much worse than that. They they weren't just citing each other. They were all claiming that they had individually yes. verified yes. this information, and turns out they were all full of shit. So we didn't we didn't cover. <laughs> I don't think we covered this phone call specifically, um, but we did read the other phone call, which they basically tried to make the same claim with that mm-hmm. phone call and well we, and i think it was new york times is actually like i'm pretty sure confusing the two because they're they're taking pieces that were in yes. the one and like attributing them to the other yes to make it look worse which it yep, yes know. but uh i believe we went through the transcript on that at the time that it happened and uh we found nothing uh corroborating their claims that he was Forcing the, uh, what's his name, Worthless Burger, to yes, Roethlisberger, <laughs> try to find votes. Um, but this one, the Washington Post uh, made a retraction on its thing, saying that. Uh, uh, so the Wall Street Journal posted published the entire audio of the phone call in question, which made Washington Post have to retract its thing uh, when. Donald Trump called Francis Watson, the chief investigator of the Georgia Secretary of State's office. Um, They claimed that Trump urged her to look for fraud in mail-in ballots in Fulton County, where much of Atlanta is located. Um, In the actual audio, Trump can be heard telling Watson, uh, who was in the middle of conducting an audit, that he won the 2020 election, that she would be praised when the right answer comes out. He also insisted something bad happened. Washington Post said that Trump said to find the fraud and you will be, uh, what was it, that she would be heralded as a hero? She would or be a hero, like yeah, basically. Yeah. A national hero if she did so. In- oh, excuse me. And here, here's the Washington Post 
correction here. Uh, two months after a publication of this story, the Georgia Secretary of State released an audio recording of President Donald Trump's December phone call with the state's top election investigators. The recording revealed that the Post misquoted Trump's comments on the call. No. Based on information provided by a source. A source. Which source was that? Is that source no longer a source? Has that source been fired? Has whoever published it been fired? No. Trump did not tell the investigator to find the fraud or say she would be a national hero if she did so. Instead, Trump urged the investigator to scrutinize ballots in Fulton County, Georgia, asserting she would find dishonesty there. He also told her that she had the most important job in the country right now. A story about the recording can be found here. The headline and text of the story have been corrected to remove quotes misattributed to Trump. They posted the story with quotes. They put so, Trump said, quote, da la 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 There quote. is so many things wrong with this. First one being obviously that they botched this badly. The first one Second. being that they didn't actually investigate so, yeah. Second second part being what I was getting to with, with what you just said. So a general rule of thumb amongst most journalists is two or more sources. Always two or more sources. You cannot call it verified unless you have two or more sources. Kind of like if you go to court, you need two or three witnesses. Yes, exactly. Huh. So to post something as having been verified on a single anonymous source is bullshit. Well, that's not nice to the bulls. Uh, right? <laughs> and it wasn't just WAPO. It was, it was WAPO, CNN, CNN, all of them. New York Times. And it, it, gets, it gets so much worse because at least Washington Post comes out and says, correction, here's what's wrong. Two months later, so uh, whoop-de-doo, nobody's going to notice there was a correction. Or care. Or care. <laughs> and at this point, two months later, they used this article in the impeachment proceedings. This was put in as evidence. They used this in the uh, Senate runoff. Mm-hmm. And so... For Georgia. If if <laughs> this potentially if is, swayed votes, in if it Florida. is this easy to release a drastically wrong news article, possibly by accident, because what they're what they're now claiming is that the source that verified this information for each of these news places is the same source. That's why they verified, you know, whatever. So if it's this easy to mislead accidentally how, how how can you trust anything the news says you know and, and then it gets it gets worse because cnn here didn't even actually correct their article they just put the disclaimer yeah they put an editor's, editor's note. note yeah an editor's note and and this is what the editor's note says it's right here an earlier version of this story published january 9th presented paraphrasing of the president's oh, comments is that to the georgia elections investigator as direct <laughs> quotes the story has been updated following the discovery of an audio recording of the call they did not remove the misquotes the misquotes they did not remove 
the verified by an anonymous source. They didn't remove any of that stuff. They just updated it and they actually rephrased it so it still sounds bad and it is not anywhere near what was actually said in the recording. Because CNN refuses to admit that they're full of... that they are wrong. <laughs> so here's, here's where this gets even more fun. Why didn't Donald Trump say something about it? Well, the story was published... On January 9th, guess when Donald Trump was suspended from Twitter? Uh, January 9th? January 8th. Oh, the 8th. The 8th. He was banned off platforms on the 8th. <laughs> and then this story comes out the day after he can no longer say anything about it to the public. Huh. <laughs> Okay, um, so, uh, and here they say that the uh, the false quotes were based on an account by Jordan, um, I don't know how to pronounce that name. Um, I don't know where you are. So it's, it's directly underneath the CNN, that paragraph there, oh, account by Jordan. Yeah, F-U-C-H-S. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's an H. That isn't a f- Futches? Jordan Futches. Fush. Fushes? Fush. Jordan Fush. I'm going to get called a racist for mispronouncing and butchering it, his name. It, start, it starts with an <laughs> F and probably rhymes with fire truck. <laughs> fire trucks. Uh, trucks. <laughs> and, and he was briefed on Trump's comments by Watson. Oh, it's elementary. So... They're basing the entire article on third-hand information. At best. At best. From a single anonymous source. Uh-huh. And how many times, how can you trust any article that has verified by an anonymous source? Uh, I mean, how many times do we see articles now that are a source close to the situation or a source familiar with the thinking or a source familiar with the... Uh, Agenda or whatever. Yeah, we, we covered the one from the, the Atlantic that tried to slam the in, Trump in the military. In my personal opinion, anytime you check the an article and at the bottom of it, it states that the source is an anonymous source or a source close to the situation, you should probably just disregard everything in the article because the grand majority of it is opinion you take and the rest of it you go home. is don't probably it made up. Yeah, take your salt and go home because it's not worth the grain. Um, yeah. So, so there's that. Um, I think. Uh, I think uh, I th- I'm a little bitter about how much the news is lying to everyone. If you can't tell, just a little bit. Um. I think that's all the back padding, at least directly. <laughs> so we can uh, we can go towards election stuff, or we can go towards. <laughs> Speaking of which, the, the next the CNN article. If you, I don't know if you if it, was this in your links or was it one I clicked on. I think it was one I clicked on. The very first, very first paragraph of it. Uh, 
Officials in the Georgia Secretary of State's office located a recently released recording of former President Donald Trump's call to a state investigator in a trash folder on her device. A state official familiar with the situation confirmed to CNN. <laughs> like, I just... which, which state official? It's like uh, the... I don't care about the uh, princess what's-her-face and her... The billionaires crying to a billionaire about how oppressed they are in a green screen environment where they actually weren't in Oprah's garden. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a whole green screen thing. Um, but yeah, she said, she said the royal family is racist. Which ones? They just are. Who? Who said what you said? Uh, I don't want to cause any trouble. So you want to stir the pot, but you don't want to single out the rotten fruit. <laughs> so you got nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, where should we go? Should we go? Uh, should we go election stuff or COVID stuff? Oh. Executive decision, election stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, Michigan. 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 It was mildly important in the election, if you don't remember. Um, isn't... isn't I, mean, I mean, they're mildly important in a number of areas, mostly because they just keep coming up in different news things as being, you know, awful. But, you know, There's whatever. That. They do have uh, Gretchen Whitmer. So. I was going to say, well, I mean... And she's under between, investigation. Between Michigan and New York, we got two governors that need to go down for corruption and murdering people, so... Yeah. And the, the third one in California is getting uh, recalled, so... Which, today is the last day to sign the signatures on that, I believe, if you are in California... You'll hear this after today, so it won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well recovered. But uh, just know that there's well over 2 million signatures, and they only needed 1.5 million signatures. Weren't they going for like 2.8 or something they like that? They were going for 1.8. Oh, and there's over 2. Yes. Well outside the margin of error. Yes. <laughs> so there is a very good chance. <laughs> there's a high chance that... So you're saying there's a chance. Look, look in, uh, I think it's two or three months from now. They have, to be, they have to verify all the signatures within a couple of months, and then a month or two after that, uh, they hold the election. It's like the end of summer. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. Anyway, a Michigan judge rules. This just came across our thing as we were prepping. Michigan judge rules Secretary of State violated election law by unilaterally changing absentee voting rules. Huh. If only there was a lawsuit brought to the Supreme Court about individual states violating election law. If only, if only. This might have not been stumbled upon now. It could, oh, wait. There was only 17 states that filed a suit against other states for breaking the law. 
A judge has ruled that Michigan Secretary of State jo- Jocelyn Benson, Jocelyn Benson, right? Yeah. I mean, I thought she was from Michigan, not New York, but close enough. Eh. Uh, eh. Violated <laughs> state law last year when she issued guidance on how absentee balance should be evaluated. Quit breaking the law, asshole! <laughs> Uh, State Court of Claims Judge Christopher Murray ruled last week that Benson, a Democrat, did not follow the proper rulemaking process when instructing voting clerks in October to presume the accuracy of absentee ballot signatures, and the guidance is now invalid, according to the Detroit News. The presumption is found nowhere in state law. Murray, uh, uh, Murray wrote in the ruling, Republican appointed judge. Oh, The mandatory presumption goes beyond the realm of mere advice and direction and instead is substantive substantive Substantive. directive that adds to the pertinent signature matching standards it's okay there was a lot of big words in those sentences yeah i'm not i'm not a lawyer (laughs) (laughs) it's easy to get (laughs) tongue-tied murray wrote that do vocal exercises before we start La li lu lu. What's the what's the boat one? I don't remember the. There's like some boat tongue twister you're supposed to do. I was trying to think of the, uh, um, Ron Burgundy one. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, Murray wrote that Benson issued the rules without following the process for creating a rule under state and federal law, thus violating the state's Administrative Procedures Act. Um. Uh, Murray contends that the rules stated only signatures with multiple significant and obvious inconsistencies should be questioned, which he argued fell within the definition of an administrative rule that required a multiple-step process that was not undertaken last year. An agency must utilize formal rulemaking procedures when establishing policies that do not merely interpret or explain the statute statute of rules or rules from which the agency derives its authority, but rather establish the substantive standards implementing the program. Basically, uh, they just said, ah, that's probably a signature. There's no signature on this. They probably meant to sign it. I'm guessing is uh, what he's alluding to. Mm. Yeah. Toy boat. That was the one. He was toy saying boat. toy boat toy over boat, and over boat, and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and rubber baby buggy bumpers. That's fun. I know, right? <laughs> Um, you had one from Georgia, right? Yes. Also, that just broke before we started. Yeah, and I was trying to find the actual... Article? Article on that, and I got distracted by... Anything? Buggy bumpers. (laughs) (laughs) Toy boats and things like that. Uh, it's essentially, though, it's, um, Georgia has allowed a third party to um, audit the votes in Fulton County. Nice. So let me see if I can find it real quick. Well, while you're searching, I'll go into the other state that has some breaking news on this. From earlier today, Wisconsin. Wisconsin Democrats sought to change the city's uh, 2020 ballot collection. Uh, Key Wisconsin Democrats, aligned with Joe Biden's presidential campaign, sought to change Green Bay's collection of drop-off ballots in the 2020 election, according to newly released email in a growing scandal that is threatening the city's mayor. 
Oh, the mayor's involved. Um, in Green Bay. I don't think that was the primary county in question, but still. The investigative group Wisconsin Spotlight provided secrets uh, with the email directed to Green Bay officials that urged a change in the timing of the city's ballot drop boxes on Election Day. Uh, in the Election Eve email, it was suggested that the city and Wisconsin Election Commission would lose a potential lawsuit if changes sought by Team Biden weren't made. Is, is that uh, threatening ballot officials? That sounds like it. That sounds like threatening election officials, which I believe is a felony. I believe. Um, I think there's less than a 15% chance the city would win the lawsuit, said the email from David Kronig, the director of voter protection at Democratic Party of Wisconsin to city officials and CC to top party and Biden aides. Uh-oh. At issue was when the popular drop boxes were to stop accepting ballots. The email raised concerns that the 8 p.m. election day cutoff would be too late to get the ballots to officials in time to be counted. Would it? Instead, they urged 7 p.m. cutoff for volunteers to send voters directly to where the votes were being counted. In it, Kronig said that there was a potential of voters being disenfranchised. Because mm. we're not disenfranchised when somebody that doesn't actually live anywhere votes from an underpass that, you know, the address doesn't exist and their name actually ties to somebody who lives in England and oh oh wait wait and YouTube Facebook all you guys you can go to Steven Crowder if you want to take issue with that <laughs> he has the video and he's suing you so <laughs> yeah um yeah. I don't think he's doing YouTube yet no oh no he is is he doing YouTube yeah because they dropped his election stream right I didn't think or they were suing him over that, though. He's suing them. Is he? Is that what it was, or was it? I don't know. I know he's doing Twitter. I know he's doing Twitter now. And is it Facebook or YouTube? It's, I think it's, it's Facebook. He's he's definitely suing Facebook, okay. and okay. I think it's it's Twitter is the other one. Yeah, because Twitter suing. just banned him for seven days or whatever for, for nothing. Nothing. <laughs> they <laughs> literally didn't give him a reason. You exist, therefore kind you must of, not. <laughs> kind of like YouTube did with our one video. Yeah, kind of. So, kind of. Uh, I found that link. I sent it to the email. You sent it to the so thing? So you can pull it up. Okay. Um, when you're done. Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The email demonstrated that Democrats were attempting to dictate when the ballot drop boxes would shut off. Though it is unclear if officials made any, cha any changes, it displayed the cozy relationship between Democratic Party operatives and the city's election team, all addressed by their first names. And it also showed how desperate they were to get in every vote. So it's yet to be confirmed if they actually changed the, thi the pickup time, which if they did, violates state law because it wasn't done properly. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be fun as it unwinds, um, especially if it goes up to the top like the e email supposedly says it does. And, oh, the Gateway Pundit. Mm-hmm. Mm. March 16th, 2021, today. 2.15 p.m. today. This article was updated? Uh-huh. Judge rules that the group Voter GA can unseal Fulton County, Georgia ballots and inspect them for invalid votes in the 2020 election. 
Well, so, they're, they're going to find nothing, of course, because it's the most secure well, election. Well, maybe or maybe not. It's actually really quite interesting if you read the interview with the guy. <clears throat> and also worth mentioning that this move is almost unprecedented. Um, they, at least in Georgia, have never allowed somebody to go back and audit this late. So, um, maybe if you did your job the first time, <laughs> right? <clears throat> so, uh, Georgia Star News asked Favorito, who is the um, the uh, one of the members of, of Voter GA, who has been tasked with with inspecting these ballots, uh, asked him. If the volu- if uh, he and his hundreds of volunteers might find enough evidence of voter fraud in Fulton County to tip the Georgia election in favor of former U.S. President Donald Trump. In response, Favorito said, that is possible. We have sworn affidavits from several poll managers who say they handled counterfeit ballots during the hand count audit because those were mail-in ballots that were not marked with a writing instrument like a mail-in ballot should be. Uh-oh. So... What I want to know is why, if they clearly were fraudulent counterfeit ballots, did they count? Did them? they still count them during the hand count? This audit? doesn't look right. Count it. Okay. But it doesn't. It it's printed. Yeah. <laughs> it came out of a printer. That's literally literally what these <laughs> affidavits mean. It, when it says not marked with a writing instrument, that literally means that the ballot was printed with the circle filled in like from a printer not from a pen right so could be something there who knows they will eventually and one thing to uh keep in mind with this of to try to link this to how important things are of all the stuff we talked about hr1 would make it if it passes in its full thing it's past the house it's in sitting in the senate stack hr1 as soon as you become voter age, and I believe it wants to change the age to 16, right? Yes. Um, <clears throat> either way, whether it moves to 16 or stays at 18, as soon as that birthday happens, you are automatically registered to vote. And you are never removed from the voter rolls. Unless you yourself request to be removed from the voter rolls. Even then. And even then, it's a process that most likely won't happen. Even when you die, you are not removed from the voter not rolls. Not allowed to purge the voter they rolls. They cannot purge so, the voter rolls. So, that, so now having that in mind, and these guys saying we have mail-in ballots that were printed. Huh. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Things that make you go, huh. Um, yeah. Well... Did I put the Pelosi thing in here? Which one? I didn't, but it is extremely related. Oh, Pelosi no. we, we talked about thing, it or? We talked about it before. Um, what did the Lich Queen do this, team, this time? It's what she's continuing to do. Um, so used to saying the Lich Queen rhyming with something that I'm like saying team. And the Lich Queen and her Congress scheme, congressional scheme. Um. Ah, here we go. Pelosi considers overturning tight House election won by a Republican. 
Huh. Oh. After a Democrat-dominated House committee uh, refused to reject a request to have the House overturn an Iowa congressional election won by a Republican, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she could see a scenario in which the full House would reject the will of Iowa voters. In the election to represent Iowa's 2nd Congressional District, Republican Rep. Marianne Miller-Meeks was declared the winner over Democrat contender Rita Hart by six votes. You may remember us talking about this before. Um, it's only six votes. Yeah. Um, Hart, the Democrat, appealed to the House through the Federal Contested Election Act to overturn the results. Why not your state courts? The act allows elections to be decided by the House and not the courts. Okay, so you're, you're complaining about them ruining democracy. The only place where we actually have a democracy is in the votes for our local... For your representative. Representatives. So they are literally overturning your democracy in that state. This is the proper use because of democracy. six voters made a decision they didn't like. Mm-hmm. Technically seven, because taking off six would make it a dead tie. And then it go to some runoff or whatever they do. Yeah. Or recount and recount and recount until someone finds an extra vote or loses a vote. Um, but uh, the, uh, Hart claims there were 22 ballots not counted that could have swung the race and has said that the methods of performing a recount varied from county to county, meaning the results should not be trusted. Where have I heard this story before? Huh. Um, on Wednesday, the House Administration Committee set aside a request from Miller Meeks to reject Hart's claim. Uh, that prompted a question about the process during Pelosi's weekly media briefing. Could you see a scenario, depending on what they found in their probe, of unseating the current member and seating Rita Hart if it came to that? She was asked. Well, I respect the work of the committee. I did see as you saw in the press, what they decided to, and they were following my, as I read it, man, it is hard to read as she speaks. <laughs> it is hard to listen as she speaks. <laughs> um, the requirements of the law as to how you go forward and how you go forward is the path you're on, and we'll see where that takes us. But there could be a scenario in that extent, yes. I love, I love that phrase. That's the path we're on, and we'll see where it takes us. Yeah. Wait. What? The motion. It, the motion from did, did I text this to you the other day? I don't know. The motion from Miller Meeks to reject Hart's claim lost on a six-three party line vote. But Republicans are bad for voting on party lines to not impeach Donald Trump or voting on party lines to ask if we can actually look at these states to see if the votes are actually verified. The committee's vote today was procedural. Congresswoman Miller-Meeks' motion to dismiss is still pending. The Congresswoman's legal team will prepare and file the answer to the notice of contest. In the meantime, the Congresswoman was focused on serving the needs of her constituents. Um... Yeah, so it's a, it's the darndest thing that if a Democrat just loses, uh, the House can just overturn that election because it was probably wrong. 
<laughs> well, obviously, they didn't mean to elect this person, so we're just going to put somebody <laughs> else in. Obviously. Clearly. <laughs> oh, what you don't understand is... Um, <clears throat> see if I still have... Do I have it? Do I have it? Do I have it? Do I have it? I don't have it. Nope, I don't. I don't know what you don't have, so I can't help. Nope. All right. I was going to play a little Pelosi clip, but I didn't have it ready to go. Ah. Uh. <sighs> um. Actually, I do have it. I do have it. My lich queen and her power I dream. I do have it. I do have it. You do have it. Okay. Yep. I'm ready for it. Maybe? Uh, Maybe not. Yes? No. Yes? I do. Yes. I do. It's all right. Because it's all part part of the plan. (laughs) Me amused. If it weren't so sad. That's how I feel about every time I see you speak. Uh Uh What makes me amused, if it weren't so sad, is how you all think that you know more about the suffering of the American people than those of us who are elected by them to represent them at that table. So I'm pretty happy. Oh. I'm happy. I'm pleased at where we are now. Thank you. The eyes are open, the mouth moves, but Mr. Brain has long since departed, hasn't he? I had had to go to our montage video I made. (laughs) 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 It's just... I can't even with her anymore, man. Oh, my gosh. I've lost my ability to even. (laughs) It's odd, actually. (sighs) <sighs> All right. Oh, that works. <laughs> I didn't even know that was possible, but yet here we are. <laughs> what did you send me? When? Just now. Oh. Just then. I sent you a link that it was, was the most Canadian thing I've ever seen. Four, four and five Canadians view China negatively. This is because because they they can't say that they just like China or say anything bad about them. They just view them negatively. Mm. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Dude, and and it's even better if you read the article. The very first thing is they say that they do not have a positive view of China. They can't even say that they view them negatively. It's just I do not have a positive view sorry (laughs) sorry 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 (laughs) it's boot time a boot time (laughs) i i feel like i have a mostly unfavorable view of them mostly unfavorable (laughs) i can't think of a positive thing to say about them nor can i think of a negative thing to say about them well i mean Australia is about ready to go to war with them over the barley thing, so <laughs> there's that. In fact, they just uh, elevated the barley dispute with Beijing up to the WTO. 
the WTO. World Trade Organization. Oh, the I World think. Trade Organization. It's uh, right next door to the WHO. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. World Trade Organization. I was right. Um, this is something cool I, I found <clears throat> on COVID stuff. I originally came across it in meme format. And uh, so I had to look it up because... Every meme has truth in it somewhere in its origin. Mm-hmm. Whether For or not, the most part. Whether or not the meme itself is conveying that actual truth is a whole other thing. <laughs> but this time, it was accurate. Um, oh, really? The meme was a little headline thing that said that copper kills bacteria and viruses and things like that. And it said, why are we not... Why is everything not coated in copper? <laughs> And below that was from Megamind, where he's trapped, uh, what's his face, the hero guy. Um, <laughs> and the hero Metro guy, Man. Metro Man. And Metro Man's sitting there, oh, no, I'm so weak. All this copper. And Megamind's, your weakness is, is copper? copper? <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to look it up, because I, I, was, I was curious. And uh, there was a study done. In it was published in August fifteenth, twenty twenty, that found that the use of copper to help prevent transmission of SARS, coronavirus, and influenza viruses. And there's all this stuff. It does this, does that. Blah 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 blah. Conclusion: uh, a variety of respiratory paths. Pathogenic agents such as influenza, SARS-CoV, MERS-CoV, and HCoV, real, those are some really unique names, um, have been exposed to a variety of copper forms, copper alloy, dry surface, sodium copper, ionic copper oxide, copper, blah, 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 in several cultivating media, um, all those things, have similar results and arriving at the same conclusion. Copper is capable to inhibit, inactivate, reduce, and irreversibly destroy coronavirus, influenza virus, and other pathogenic agents in a matter of minutes. Huh. <clears throat> I am copper man. <laughs> Don't hit me too hard. It'll dent my hand. <laughs> A recent study has evaluated and compared SARS-CoV uh, COVID-1 and SARS-CoV-2, which is COVID-19, uh, stability and decay rates in aerosols, copper, metallic plate at 99% of copper, cardboard, stainless steel, and plastic. Despite significant reduction of infectivity of SARS-CoV-1 and SARS-CoV-2 after three hours in aerosols, 72 hours on plastic, and 48 hours on stainless steel, the virus remained infectious. On the other hand, after after exposition on copper, no viable virus was observed after eight hours and after four hours for SARS-CoV-1 and SARS-CoV-2, respectively. COVID-19 cannot last longer than four hours on copper. Hmm. Huh. Perhaps these data suggest a higher effect of copper on SARS-CoV-2. Based on the reviewed literature, copper nanoparticles together with efficient usage of oxygen appears to be the most effective formulation against coronaviruses. So cook all your things in copper. It's easy. Cook all your things in copper. There are air filters that are infused with copper. With copper? 
Um, there's even clothing and masks and things like that. As you that say, so what copper. you need is a copper face mask. Um, because four hours later, the person that was standing in front of you at the aisle won't be able to tell that you gave them SARS or COVID or any of the above. Um, but when I Googled this, <clears throat> there was another study done in 2015 um, that was saying much the same thing, but not with COVID-19 because it wasn't a thing back then. But it found much the same results for viruses and all that stuff. Um, yeah, they, they even say here, additionally, copper oxide or nano compounds may be used as filters, face mask clothing, and hospital common use uh, devices to reduce viruses and bacterial incubation. Some copper product application has been tested with conclusive results describing copper's potent antiviral properties, reducing disease spreading by limiting environmental contamination and subsequent inf infections. And uh, some of the other articles, you can you can Google this, just uh, copper COVID-19 or whatever. And it, there's a bunch of articles of people trying out different treatments using copper and finding success and all this stuff, and they post their results. And now, blah, blah, please... Blah. Don't go take a bunch of don't swallow like, a penny. Don't don't swallow a, <laughs> a, a thing of copper. Don't don't go eat some copper tubing or something. It's it's don't special do copper. <laughs> it's special <laughs> copper that they use. It's like uh, the silver water that people uh, like to drink. <laughs> water that's infused with silver. You never heard of that? I've never heard of that. Silver is uh, that sounds idiotic. Silver is actually a really great antibacterial. There's Doesn't mean I want to drink it. Uh, no. It, uh, so, uh, silver, uh, one thing that the pioneers crossing the plains did is they put silver dollars in their water jugs, and it helped keep the water cleaner longer. Also gave it that slight metallic-y taste. Little, little metallic-y taste. <laughs> this is the same people that... Uh, um, don't do that with copper. It makes it taste like blood, and that's not it's okay. Not, not good. <laughs> uh, yeah, these, these this is the same group of saints that uh, when they thought they were uh, when they thought the federal government was going to come and attack them with their military, the uh, president of the church sent some saints a little further west to what we now know as Nevada to try to find lead to make bullets and stuff to defend themselves. Uh. All they found was useless silver, was their report. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it was an interesting stumble hmm. upon that I thought would be worth sharing. And it's actually interesting. Yeah. It's, so if you got a copper table, copper mug, whatever, no COVID on that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, where to next? Um, Mexico? We can go to Mexico. I don't want to go to Mexico, but... I don't want to go to Mexico either, but we can go to Mexico. Um, messed up in Mexico, living on refried beans. So, um, recently, Nancy Pelosi told us that uh, there's, no, <laughs> there's not a crisis <laughs> on the border. It, well, a, there was... There was these these immigrants and everybody that are just trying to get away from climate change. Climate change because they can't yeah. farm. 
and we can't fix the system because it was just so irreparably broken they by the previous administration. Bad, this is Donald Trump's fault that a migrant facility is currently at 729% capacity and children are taking turns sleeping on the floor and have not showered for days. That's Donald Trump's fault. It is Donald Trump's fault. It's also Donald Trump's fault that all of these bastards were wearing Biden shirts when they came to the border. It's Donald Trump's fault that the uh, um, Border Patrol, or not the Border Patrol, the uh, Customs, the Customs uh, CPB, CBP, uh, asked for volunteers to come and help them because their facilities are overcrowded. And not, it's not COVID overcrowded. It's pre-COVID overcrowded is what they're saying from all hmm. their stuff here. Um, as of March 2nd, there were more than 1,800 people being detained at the facility, which is 729% of its capacity during the pandemic. The Donna facility opened last month and has been operating over its pandemic capacity for weeks. I'm getting stories mixed up. It's other, it's other facilities that are at 300% capacity. That's another story. Um, that is 300% of normal capacity. <laughs> ha. Um, some of the boys said their conditions were so overcrowded that they had to take turns sleeping on the floor. They all said they wanted to shower more and were told they couldn't. One of them shared that he could only see the sun when he showered because you can't, because you can see the sun through the window. Oh, I thought it was because they made him shower outside naked in the middle of the <laughs> camp. Uh, they were hysterically crying, wanting to talk That to sounds like something that these people would do. Uh, Donna, the, the Donna facility, mm-hmm. is quickly becoming a humanitarian crisis. <laughs> it's it's this, not a crisis? This is, this is so much not a crisis that they sent FEMA to help with the stuff. Wait. Mm. But it's not a crisis. Um... And they're not in cages anymore. They're just in these overcrowded tents with urinals. So it's better. (laughs) Or something. God, look at all these vehicles. It's a very racist parking lot. Very white. So many white trucks and vans. and Very few Vox in there. Vehicles of color. (laughs) <laughs> ah, but yeah, it's, it's Donald Trump's fault that there's hundreds of thousands of people flooding into the country as soon as a certain person becomes president of the United States wearing his campaign t-shirt yeah um uh. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for them. But it's it's gotten to the point where Mexico <laughs> is a little a little upset. Mexico is worried that Biden is stoking illegal immigration, creating business for organized crime. Who are you? Who are so wise in the ways of science? I'm off. <laughs> 
Mexico's left-wing government is reportedly concerned that Democrat President Joe Biden's policies are sparking a massive surge in illegal immigration in the U.S. and are providing business for the nation's violent drug cartels. As well as, you know, human traffickers traffickers and all that stuff. Well, it's more profitable to traffic humans than it is to traffic drugs or guns or or any of that stuff any of that stuff Reuters reported this week that according to government officials and reports mexico is worried the new u.s administration's asylum policies are stoking illegal immigration and creating business for organized crime biden's policies have already significantly impacted the border situation as more than 100,000 migrants were detained last month for illegally illegally trying to enter the u.s the highest total for the month of february since 2006 who was president then? Hmm. Huh. Who was vice president then? When were those cages built again? Who built the cages, Joe? Who built the cages, Who built the cages? Built the cages? I'm Joe. Jack. Joe. Who built the cages, Joe? Wake up, Joe. <laughs> they see him as the migrant president, and so many feel they're going to reach the United States. We need to work together to regulate the flow because this business can't be tackled from one day to the next. Uh, a report said the Mexican intelligence has found that the cartels are diversifying methods of smuggling and winning clients as they eye U.S. measures that will incentivize migration. You mean like a COVID relief package that will give $1,400 to people who aren't even legal immigrants? Something like that, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's that. There's you know the amnesty. There's so many things. <laughs> not at finishing the wall. And Mexico is upset because, not necessarily because it's people from Mexico going into the U.S. It's people going through Mexico to the U.S. <laughs> so their southern border is overwhelmed with all these people trying to get through. Yeah. Wearing Biden t-shirts. That's what do you think? That's what they do. They can make up anything. <laughs> Seriously though, this is this is a huge problem. Um there's another article that I found that's talking about the cartels because I mean they mentioned specifically drug smuggling there, but that's Drug smuggling is the least of my concerns about what the cartels do. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the human trafficking, human smuggling is so much worse. Yes. And so there's a, an article, and I'll, I'll sh- I think I already shared it to you, didn't I? The cartels using the wristbands. Um, I have nothing. Here, I will put it in the email to you real quick. Um... Nope, just put that in and send it. Don't attach anything. Just send it. There we go. Uh, sent to you. So um, this article is from uh, the Epoch Times. Uh, cartels use wristbands to track human smuggling over border. Oh. And... I have to log in on mine so I can see it. Uh, yeah. You should have my login and stuff saved up there at the top if you want to scroll up and hit it. Just click the email. 
That's, nope, that's not it. Never mind. Yep. Um. Anyway, so illegal border crossers are coming into the United States wearing wristbands that relate to the smuggling organization or cartel that they paid to cross the river, according to new reports and confirmation by Border Patrol agents. Get your boarding pass. Yes. <laughs> so the wristbands have been spotted on illegal immigrants in the Rio Grande Valley in South Texas, as well as discarded on the ground beyond the river. Some illegal aliens were found wearing two different colored wristbands. The system basically outlines a process that the smugglers are using to know who paid, who didn't, so that they can start moving them through because they've got so many people backing up. And I would probably postulate that they're being used for other reasons as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> because you're talking about smuggling people across the border. If the cartels are involved, how were they paid again? Because mm. I seem to recall, what is it? One of my, my, my friend's favorite sayings is, Everything is paid for in cash, grass, or <laughs> something, <laughs> something that rhymes that with, with grass. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not wrong. But this is becoming an in increasingly difficult problem, especially with the policies that the Biden administration is pursuing at the border because they are so lax with these different things. And he, he has basically numerous times stated that, come on over. All y'all like, come free. So Red Rover, Red Rover. And, <laughs> and blocking ICE from deporting people, blocking the Border Patrol from doing their jobs. It is created this problem. And it is disgusting that people don't see the consequences of this because it's it's not about the immigrants coming over legally immigrants that are coming over legally have never been the problem no not once have they been the problem legal gun owners have never been the problem it is the ones that are being shepherded over by the cartels, the ones that are coming over with children that aren't theirs, the ones that are doing all of these things, they're the ones that are boosted by what the Biden administration is doing. And it is going to lead to an increase in human trafficking. It's going to lead to an increase in sex trafficking. It's going to lead to an increase in the drug trafficking and all of these different things. And, I mean, where, where, where do you draw the line? Where, where do you say, this is too much? <laughs> Apparently not yet. Apparently seven times capacity is not yet. Um, and part of the human trafficking too is that included in that is, uh, organ harvesting. Yep. They get young people, kids, whatever, not for sex trafficking, but for organ harvesting so that some elite on some random Island can get a procedure done to get a new kidney or whatever by paying a doctor under the table. 
to do the surgery with an illegally obtained kidney. Yeah. Well, and, and this, this article goes on to talk about the price of um, getting in. It talks about uh, for, for Mexican citizens, uh, it's up to $2,500. Venezuelans, Peruvians, Ecuadorians, and Hondurans are paying 3000 Chinese are paying 5000 Arabians and Russians are paying 9000 And the cartels set themselves up to put people into debt bondage. So they are collecting individuals' personal data, their names, phones, addresses, any identification papers they have, as well as details and verification of any contacts they have in the U.S., anywhere they end up going in the U.S. Maybe we should have the cartels run the elections. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it would be done more efficiently. And also, we're on to something. It would probably be tracked better too. <laughs> this is not you; it's me. Uh, it doesn't match the identification we have for you, but it's me. Back of the line. <laughs> Back of the line. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, and and you talk about well. These people are just trying to escape. Well, of course they're trying to escape. The, the freaking Mexico is split into two governments. You have the Mexican government and you have the cartels. Yeah. And they're paying one or the other to come over here. And most of the time, it's not the Mexican government. Just saying. How, how corrupt does your government need to be for people to trust the cartels over the government? <laughs> That was rude, accurate, and uncalled for, sir. Oof. Just crank that oof knob. Oof. Oof. Son of a... <laughs> I love that new button because now I have two uses for it. I can do that or I can play the whole thing. And it's it's perfect. Just a... Son of a... <laughs> Um, <laughs> something else to get you frustrated. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> um, um, our benevolent king Biden <coughs> told us that uh, if we play nice for the next little bit, we might be able to have a barbecue in our backyard with family for Independence Day to celebrate our independence. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the emperor's groove. Uh, yeah, screw you, Biden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what the federal government fails to recognize, especially since they're always in the <clears> same <throat> little bubble over on the East Coast there, people have been already doing this across the country for a while. So, funniest thing. <laughs> I heard about this story on my way back from a party. And he was just like you might be able to have a gathering with your friends and neighbors. And I was like, by July 4th, I'm literally on my way home from a party where there was 120 plus people. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> it's, it's almost as if you can't tell me what to do. That's not hyperbole. I need you. 
I need you. I need you to get vaccinated when it's your turn and when you can find an opportunity. I don't want to do it. And, and to help your family, make your friends, your neighbors get vaccinated as well. Because here's the point. If we do all this, if we do all of this, if we do our part, if we do this together, by July the 4th, there's a good chance you, your families and friends, We'll be able to get together in your backyard or in your neighborhood and have a cookout or a barbecue and celebrate Independence Day. No, you look like that an idiot. It doesn't mean large events with lots of people together, but it does mean small groups will be able to get together after this long. Then hard what's the point of the freaking vaccine? The eyes are open, the mouth moves, but Mr. Brain has long since departed, hasn't he? Long, long since, departed. since departed. I'm sorry, President Biden. Or uh, I like the uh, uh, former Vice President Biden. Former Vice President Biden. I'm going to celebrate however I want to freaking celebrate Independence Day. And I don't care what you say about it i don't care what fauci says about it who echoed his things uh doctor's orders are don't try to states that are opening prematurely could cause it so we can't have celebrations out for the uh no no see this is this is the united states of america where there's this thing called uh freedom i don't want to do it and you can't make me yeah the more the more you guys push people to not be free the bigger the catastrophe is going to be later yeah the more you poke the bear the angrier the bear gets yeah the british learned that the hard way twice <laughs> in 1814, we took a little trip along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi. Took a little bacon, took a little beans, and we met the bloody British in a town called New Orleans. Up, two, two three, three, four. four. Went up, up, two, three. <laughs> Fired our oh. guns, and the British kept coming. Weren't quite as many as there were about to go. When we touched the powder off, the gator lost his mind. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> and that's another thing. <laughs> the United... This stupid... We don't even have a story in here for it. This retarded cancel culture stuff of people being canceled because... Uh, you can't say this. They might be trying to screw me. Yeah. Well, of course they're trying to screw you. Um, I ran across a story that uh, if you share memes of black people, that's racist. You are officially handicapped. Yes. Um, the spirit of the United States is to take an insult, wear it with pride, and throw it back in the face of whoever insulted you. Case in point, Yankee Doodle. <laughs> the British came up with this song to make fun of Americans. We loved it. We said, hey, that's awesome. We're a bunch of Yanks. <laughs> Stuck a feather in his hat and called call it macaroni. Because macaroni. macaroni at the time meant fancy. That was, that was another way of saying fancy. So we, we 
had our stupid little tri hats and stuck a feather. This is macaroni. The British were trying to make fun of us for thinking that we're all cool and <laughs> And stuff. then Kraft came along and made mac and cheese. And then Kraft now the came. joke's on them. <laughs> but Americans at the time. not related, but who cares? Heard this song from the British and said, you know what? I'm a march to that song. <laughs> Grab the flute, grab the drums. Let's go marching. <laughs> the British must have been so confused when they heard that song playing on the little flute as they're, the U.S. Army are they insulting themselves the as they march towards us? <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, what do we do? I don't. I don't. I don't know. This this is against everything. But they didn't know as it was a distraction as the real army was sneaking as the through cal- the woods as the cavalry <laughs> brought up the rear. <laughs> Bend over and take it up the tailpipe. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the War of 1812, they uh, went straight for the White House. Well, it wasn't the White House then. It is now. <laughs> they went straight for the capital of the United States, raised their British flag happily above it, saying, ha, huh, we've conquered you. We've won. The United States as a whole said, and? <laughs> you have our capital. And? <laughs> We have your capital. We sunk your battleship. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, E twelve. <laughs> I still got a carrier. <laughs> <laughs> it's fixing to bomb you out of there. <laughs> just, just wait. <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then there's the story of. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, I'm not sure which one you're thinking of, so I can't tell the, you what his the name guy is. that sailed over to Britain during ah. the revolution. Robin Hood. <laughs> 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 John Paul Jones. Ah, that one. (laughs) The man, the myth, the The legend. legend. So much so that the city that he set aflame in Britain during during the revolution exonerated him years later for his bravery. (laughs) That guy burned our village down. Yeah, but he was <laughs> awesome. But he did. <laughs> 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 yeah, he sailed across the sea to our continent to burn down our town and capture our <laughs> ships <laughs> in the middle of us trying to conquer his country. <laughs> By himself. (laughs) So uh, he sailed on the Continental Navy's first real actual naval ship. Their first ship was literally a rowboat with cannons on it. He sailed on an actual one with sails and stuff like that. Um, On the maiden voyage... uh, he took the honor of hoisting the first uh, U.S. ensign, the Grand Union flag, over a naval vessel. Um, 
it was supposed to cruise along the coast and all this stuff. Um, but uh, the Commodore decided to go to the Bahamas. And eventually, he got command of the ship. Um, and he decided, you know what, let's, uh, let's go to Britain. At a time when the British, when the America had zero Navy. He said, let's go uh, to Britain. And he goes to Britain. He destroys their ships. He captures ships. He destroys the town where the ships were at. <laughs> Raids the town with some of the men from his ship. <laughs> also, while his boat was taking on water. P.S. <laughs> He's just... his end on fire. <laughs> he started a fight. His boat began to sink, caught on fire, and the British commander asked him if he had struck his flag, meaning if he was giving up. And this is when the fam famous reply, I have not yet begun <laughs> to fight, was first uttered by a man on a sinking boat who then proceeded to sink the other boat and conquer a town <laughs> with his sinking vessel. <laughs> This this is uh this this is who America is. It's, hey, these are the rules. You need to follow the rules. No, <laughs> no. Um, the some, father of the United States Navy. Some other things he said is, uh, I wish to have no connection with any ship that does not sail fast, for I intend to go in harm's way. It seems to be a law of nature, inflexible and inexorable, that those who will not risk cannot win. If fear is cultivated, it will become stronger. If faith is cultivated, it will achieve mastery. Whoever can surprise well must conquer. And surprise he did, like Mike said. <laughs> ah, your ship's taking on water and it's on fire. Do you surrender? No. <laughs> I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> uh, sir, they're sailing towards us. They, they're what? <laughs> you done messed up, A.A. Ron? Yeah. Yeah. Defiant is the American spirit. Ingenuitive is the American spirit. And that's something that they're trying to take away from us with the PRO Act, if you haven't seen that on your headlines. <sighs> the PRO Act essentially makes it so everywhere and everything has to be unionized. Even states Snip. that are right-to-work states, of which 27, I think, are right-to-work states, so more than half of the country. Uh, no, you can't be a right-to-work state. You need to unionize. Oh, says how many states against the 27 out of 50? I'm no math magician, but I'm pretty sure 27 is more than half of 50. Yeah. Um, and uh, I take personal offense to that because I hate unions, one. <laughs> It'll be a cold day in hell when I join a union. Um, and two, it destroys any chance of success mike and i want to have with this podcast yep because uh oh you're doing this thing well you you got to go through this contracting service that's unionized in order for you to keep well not just this. that we have to be part of a union to own and operate the equipment 
right. that we are currently using. Right. And then since we're the, an audio thing of sorts, the union is going to tell us, well, you got to have someone operating the switchboard. You got to have someone operating the this thing. You got to have someone. So instead of just two of us, we have to now have five of us to do the incompetent job that the two of us do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just us doing a little dinky podcast thing. If you want to do Uber, Lyft, Grubhub, join a driver's union. You have to be part of a union, like God, probably the but taxi cab service. Actually, you you also have to be part of a food handlers union because you've got to you handle handle food, the food so you got to get take your food handlers to, yeah, permit. So you got to, or you have to have somebody riding with you that can go grab the food. And, right, and you got to split your shares, your profits, split your things. So yeah, that's uh, it's a great thing coming down the pipes. That's also sitting at the desk in the Senate to be voted on because the House already passed it because why not? Because the House is passing everything. It's literally a Democrat grab bag right now. Yep. The only reason why the Senate is sitting on things is because they're mulling over which one is most important so they can... Oh, I thought it was because they were waiting for the one to come through that's going to end the filibuster so that they can actually pass all the bullshit. There's that, yeah. They're mulling over the one that's most important that doesn't need the filibuster so that they can then get rid of the filibuster. Right, yes. Mm -hmm. And then they can just pass, 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 everything. (laughs) Hey, but... If we if if we can hold on for another couple of years, Republicans can retake the House, and they'll put a stop to all of this, and then regain the presidency, and they'll overturn all of this, just like they did last time. I'm just oh, a dude. Wait, they, they didn't in a basement. In a basement, making a podcast. Making a podcast. Um. <sighs> Let's end it with uh, Florida Man, shall we? <laughs> we don't want to do the uh, Australia nose? I mean, I mean, we can. I'm just saying we can end it with uh, Florida Man, but uh, Australia I gets it. I don't it. know where to, to start on Australia gets it because that is like a, is that a five-minute video? Yeah, almost exactly five minutes. Not the Mike Pence one. Yes, the Mike Pence one is five minutes long. Oh, the Mike Pence We're one. in a situation where... The video attached to it is, at least. It's four um, minutes, 50 seconds. I think it's worth it. YouTube can silence our video for it. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so, this is from Sky News. Mike and I are growing rather fond of Sky News because... It's, they report things that we don't even see. Yeah. <laughs> Sky News, to me, is becoming what BBC used to be, where if you really wanted to kind of get an idea of what's neutrally going on behind the scenes in the United States, back in the 90s, 80s, you could go to BBC, and they'd report on it a lot more neutrally than they do now. Left is where they lean. Um <clears throat> Oh, yeah, Sky News, uh, there's a piece in this video that Mike and I had to pick our jaws up off the floor because this is B. 
bad. Yes, and you can see right there in the bottom left hand corner that it was uh, this article was was made in uh, July third of twenty oh wait. They should have waited one more day for independence. <laughs> oh wait, wait. No, no, no. Yeah. They write their unfortunately their dates they don't backwards. They don't know how to do dates. So it's it's March seventh, twenty twenty one. So it was it was a week ago, a it's, little over a week ago. It's fascinating to me that U.S. is the only one that only does one it. that does it. March month, day month day urban month year. March day wow March day month day year. Everybody else does day month. They year. go in order of length. Where it's, we, it's because they say it's 7th of March. The day is the 7th of March. Mm-hmm. Whereas I usually say it's March 7th. It makes sense to me to say March 7th because if you go to a calendar, you flip to the month and then March find the day. 7th, 2021. Yeah. And then you just... Well, then wouldn't you put there. the year first? No, that's dumb. <laughs> no, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> John Paul Jones. No, I don't usually need to be reminded what year it is unless it's January. Don't be a dick. <laughs> we all agree the year goes last. Can we have that? <laughs> anyway, here's a, here's a little something that Sky News put together. We're in a situation where we have put together... And you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. Uh-huh. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization oh. in the history of American politics. Obviously, just a slip of the tongue. <laughs> but last week, more footage emerged from Fulton County on the night of the 2020 presidential election, reportedly in which you can see and hear the officials discussing this rigging the vote. This. What are you saying? 30,000 ballots. I'm going to vote. Is it time to consider taking out the boxes and doing our thing? That is what you want. Okay. I'm sure you see things you're not going. I didn't fast enough. The tape <laughs> runs for several minutes. I can't vouch for the absolute veracity <laughs> of the t- vision or right. the audio, certainly the audio, but it certainly appears to be real, and the individuals do appear to be saying what the titles say, comments which include, it is time to consider taking out the boxes and doing our thing. Oh. Take those boxes and get me some results. Then muttering about sending people home, paying them money, being careful not to be overheard. Then we have an entire oh. evening to wipe this so. over and over. Seth Mon- this was Fulton County, right? I believe is what he said so? at the beginning. Isn't that where the yes, uh, that is where cases came out from underneath the tables. Mm-hmm. The standard procedure cases came out from under the tables after everybody apparently left. They were just talking mm-hmm. about sending everyone home and making sure nobody overhears them talking about it. Mm-hmm. Huh can unlock the machine and the problem is we have only three machines make of it what you will this facial expression courts have refused to take on any of the voter fraud cases i suspect future generations may find that cowardly act on the part of many judges hard to fathom but refusing Uh to hear a case is not the same thing as saying they found the allegations to be untrue 
But what we do know That's is true. that the Fulton County uh -huh. Board of Commissioners voted to accept a $6.3 million grant from Mark Zuckerberg oh, last September Facebook. without oh. even asking a single question about the name of the group providing the funding, the origin mm. of the funding, huh. or the details of what the funding Sounds vaguely familiar. For. That's a hell of a mm. lot of money to do like what exactly? Shadowy cabal. Well, we learned in great detail <laughs> from Time magazine a couple of weeks ago because they boasted about it. Oh. Zuckerberg was Speak one of the, of the main players in what Time, a left-wing magazine itself called oh, a conspiracy from back in February. by a well-funded we cabal of powerful this we people found. <laughs> this, this one we found. <laughs> the I mean, it wasn't hard. Because apparently no, they claimed they democracy proud of it. It does not work page. by itself. Hmm. Indeed, Donald Trump's former vice president, Mike Pence, clearly now agrees with his old boss, writing an opinion piece last week that supports Donald Trump's claims that there was widespread voter huh. fraud. Pence wrote... After an election marked by significant voting irregularities and numerous huh. instances of officials setting aside state election law, I share the concerns of millions of Americans about huh. the integrity said that on of March the 2020 5th. election. Huh. Can't get more, uh -huh. much plainer than that, can you? And Pence should be concerned because last week Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats passed a bill that will enshrine H forever oh, those very irregularities that pieces of hot garbage are convinced yeah. rob them of their rightful president. The bill, known yeah. as HR1, now goes to the Senate. Let's hope it gets defeated there because HR1 is a horror show that every American and every lover of freedom <laughs> should be terrified about. As yep. John Fund writes Australia in gets it. USA, HR1 would cement all of the worst changes in election law made in the Democrat blue states in 2020 yes. and nationalise them. HR1 is nothing less than an existential threat to America's fair democratic system. Yes. He goes on to explain how it will make fraud even easier and then make it impossible to prosecute voter fraud. There are also measures to allow felons to vote, lowering the voting age, a whole bunch of other nasties that would ultimately entrench, <laughs> arguably, one state rule. I forgot about that. Felons can vote land under that. Free. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Meanwhile, as Tucker Carlson and reports, the troops appear set to remain indefinitely surrounding Washington, D.C. As a ridiculous Democrat report claims, there is a serious risk of right-wing extremism and insurrection justifying the troops. All because, you know, that bloke with the horns on his head? Anyway, it's taken <laughs> just a handful of Mississippi Democrat absentee ballot votes to be declared fraudulent, legally fraudulent, and a local election result overturned. How many years from now... Will we ever learn the truth of the 2020 election? But by then, will it be too late? As the QAnon shaman who's a in the United vegan States and has America. no affiliation with Q, that horned gentleman. That, yeah, that, that horned bloke. <laughs> <he said>. uh, <laughs> I saw this thing that said uh, oh, Aus Australia is just uh, British Texas. <laughs> it's not wrong. It's not wrong. Uh, yeah, fella. I, I, I'm sorry. You're a felon. When you're a felon, you lose access to rights because you've proved to society that you are not deserving of rights that society is trying to protect because you violated those rights for somebody else. Why should you get to vote? Then... I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that most felons are Democrats. Nothing to do with that. <clears throat> um, 
end our little funness. Um, Stop it. Get some help. help. <laughs> <laughs> the advice column for today. That's it. Um, got a Florida man story. We always love a Florida man story. A good Florida man story to send you off. This is a Florida Why man. Why don't people in Utah ever have this much fun? Florida man flies jet with excavator like a toy plane. Now, to for those that are listening, wrap this image into your mind. It is a giant caterpillar excavator with a claw. Looks like probably a 620D. And it's holding a Lear jet in its claw sideways. And he's spinning around <laughs> with the Lear jet. <laughs> Round it goes. <laughs> the last flight for the Lear jet <laughs> before it is oh my gosh, crushed and awesome. recycled. <laughs> if the guy inside the cab was not going making airplane noises then uh, he does not deserve this illustrious title of Florida man it's <laughs> fantastic if you can't have fun at your job why are you doing your job ah <laughs> uh, yeah that's uh that's all we'll cover we got more things of course as usual but you can read up on them later if you so desire of uh well actually we almost got all of them we did the only thing we didn't do was the uh, protesting of there's so uh, if you want to read up on it there's a restaurant in LA that defied the health orders since March in California and a judge ordered that their power be turned off since they're so defiant um and so they bought some generators so they could operating <laughs> John Paul Jones <laughs> hey your power's turned off do you surrender nah I found these generators over here I think we'll keep going <laughs> barely begun to cook <laughs> sounds about right um, and then another protest um, is uh, Antifa protesters in Portland that don't exist according to bunch of Democrats and left-leaning talk show hosts um, set fire to the uh, federal court building in Portland. So that that kind of destruction is okay on a federal property because there's no congressman there, so it's fine. Because the building was empty, so it's okay. Of course. It's okay it's, to set fire. It's to fine if building. it's empty. It's and uh, yeah, <clears throat> this this kind of protesting has been going on for the last three months now, at least, if it ever stopped from last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. Yep. 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 That's it. That's it. That's, That's all it. we got. <sighs> um. Yeah, we got uh, we got some artwork done on some shirts that we're going to print. I'm hoping this week we can have them printed. And then we'll show them off and uh, make a way for you to acquire one or two or three, however many you want to get. 
<laughs> we'll work on distribution if you are interested. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. They're funny. They are funny. They are funny. Um, it's got our favorite little green apple doing angry things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ironing. Ironing is one of them. <laughs> yes. Just- and smashing a computer is another. Yes. Uh, so ironing's probably my favorite, though. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, butt cheeks and baseball bat. The butt bat cheeks and baseball great. bat is pretty awesome, <laughs> though. <laughs> but yeah, we'll uh, show those off. And uh, when we actually can show them off, we'll that needs to be on the shirt somewhere. Butt cheeks and baseball bats. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, throw that on the back collar or something just for fun. We'll also uh, post a. Uh, link to the artist for these um he's a friend of mine sean shout out to you if you're listening to this episode i'm sure you are because you say you love what we do um but he was kind enough to uh draw up some of this stuff for us and we'll put a link to his art bio and such and if you like what you see get in touch with him he'll draw something for you if you want it and want to give he him, is really good. And want to give him some dollars. <laughs> he's from, uh, from what I've seen of his stuff, he is really good. Yeah, he's he's done this before, and he stopped for a while, and he's picking it back up, and it looks like he didn't stop from my perspective. <laughs> from what I see, it's like, you stopped drawing <laughs> for, <laughs> for what five minutes? <laughs> this, that doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> uh, but yeah, look Ooh, for well, he stopped. He stopped. Drawing for other people, he's he wasn't you know he st- he stopped drawing he professionally just, and just all that stuff. Did yes. his own little doodles and now stuff. now he's now he's trying to kind of get back into it and get a feel for it and see if that's Doodle-doo. what he wants to keep doing. So if you want to give him some love and support, uh, links to his stuff will be in our. Description. That's it. The name for this episode is Yankee Doodle. Yankee Doodle. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I also like the Neanderthal things. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Neanderthal Yankees. Yankeethals. Yankeethals. <laughs> Neandies. <laughs> Neyankees. <laughs> Just <laughs> something along those lines. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, watching, feeling. Hopefully enjoying. <laughs> we laugh to hide the pain. <laughs> as usual don't forget to uh share all that stuff like subscribe rate. never forget the poor peasant who brought up july 4th to emperor biden i'm sorry but you've thrown off the emperor's groove sorry. rest oh. in peace my friend moment of silence all right yeah moment's gone <laughs> all right <laughs> Like, subscribe, comment, all the fun things. Uh, hit the notification bell if you're on YouTube. All the fun whatevers. Yep, and I still can't figure out the Rumble stuff. <laughs> I don't know why it won't accept the videos. None of the places. None of them do. So far, YouTube is the only one that will accept us, which is odd. Odd, but we beat them into submission so far, so may it continue. Otherwise, we will have to commandeer their ships and sail into their harbor. (laughs) (laughs) I have not yet begun to fight. (laughs) Uh, All right. Bye. Bye.
All right. Here we are. Here we are on this the 16th day of the, the third, third month. month of the year 2021 of our Lord. In the midst of the Ides of March. God, did you see the sign Et on the Brutus? freeway today? Which one? Because the, the frustration you have already puts lots of signs. The electronic one that made absolutely no sense about Caesar buckling oh, buckle up, up before his rides of March. So, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> that's, that's not even dad joke worthy. So, somebody had a small stroke when they were typing. <laughs> it was bad. We need a new seatbelt slogan for the month. I got one. They're going to think that's funny <laughs> while they're driving on the road trying to pay attention to anything but what we put on here. <laughs> like, see, they have, they, every once in a while, they have one that's just really on point. But man, the one up but it right is now not is this day. not this one. <laughs> that is not it. Y'all. All right. Starting? Where are we starting? Well, if the news would stop (laughs) for just a second. Um, Yeah, well, we probably need to pull that. uh, I don't know. Do we want to talk about that? The Georgia thing? Uh, Sure, because I just got one from Michigan. Uh Not that that's important. Ooh. What kind of monster? Uh, Man captured after shooting, shootings at three massage parlors left eight people dead. He didn't get his happy ending. <laughs> too, is that that too far? That was <laughs> that was well played. Is what that was. Good thing we got that recorded. <laughs> you can add that in later. Uh, no, that one might get cut. <laughs> that one might get cut. <laughs> what? <laughs> you never remove any of the stupid shit I say. No, I have. Oh, have you? Yeah, I've done, I've done yeah. it a couple times. I always forget the stupid shit I say, so I wouldn't notice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perks of being in the editing process. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> All right, for real, though. Let's get going. Really, though. Really. 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 For real, really, this for, time. For, this for time. Real. Okay, you know what?